it looks like a really interesting uh, site. A lot of good names in there. We've got Peter Brady, Nick Wilson, Andy Higgins, Chris Garrett, Patrick Gavin appear to be the, uh, the guys running this thing and doing most of the posting. And the whole idea behind it is to give you tips on how to be a professional blogger. You want to be a blogger for a living. You want to make money doing that. Head on over to performancing.com. And you know what I think we'll do, actually, now that this site is brand new and Nick's getting some coverage, um, maybe we'll throw that into the usability review a little later on and see what what Heather has to say about that. I'm not overly in love with the usability of it, just from a first glance, but we'll get the professional opinion shortly as well. So those of you that are listening and you're in the chat room, send over your URLs in private message for me, and we'll line them up and we'll get ready to start reviewing those in a little bit. Um, let's see, Google update. Yahoo had an update, for those of you that weren't paying attention. Um, it was kind of in the midst of all the... Uh, Jagger update two and three stuff, so it kind of went by the boards. Um, I didn't notice anything in particular out of it. So if anybody did, drop me a note. Let's uh, let's look a little deeper at it. I have nothing really to comment on that from my standpoint. That's all I can babble on by myself. So we're going to take a commercial break. Right, yes, this early on, we're going to take a commercial break because I got nothing left. And while we're on commercial, we're going to get Green Eyed One on the phone. And when we come back, we're going to start with the usability reviews. So everybody sit tight and PM me those URLs. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. services of load.com help you easily maximize your business and bottom line since 1999 load.com has offered premium web applications and business solutions for companies worldwide set up business and private mailboxes track marketing and website traffic and assure a professional design for your website with loads email web stats and dns services save time save money load is your reliable source for professional web applications and business solutions visit load.com that's loa and get loaded today. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. Textlinkads.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, I don't have, you don't have to suffer through me babbling on all by myself trying to fill time because now we have green-eyed one or gurnidoni if you try and Phonetically pronounce it on the air. How are you doing there? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Now, you've been sort of hassling me for a number of weeks now to do a usability show. Yes. And so due to my exceptional planning skills, huh, tonight is a usability show. And it's really all your fault for reminding me 20 minutes prior to showtime that I actually had a show today. I don't know what to tell you. I think, you know, I think it'll be a good show, though. Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I have one URL um, ready right here, but before we jump into that, why don't you give all the listeners out there in Internet land um, a little bit of background on who you are and what makes you the usability expert? Uh, some credentials. Um, I started in usability. I worked at um, Nokia Mobile Phone for some years a while back is doing just SEO, um, but didn't have any money to to spend, so I had to figure out ways that I could make their website convert better. 
And uh, one of the ways was I actually went over. They have a usability department over um, to do just the software on their phones, you know, the interface on the phones. And so I started talking to them, and they actually taught me on the job how to do, how to set up usability studies and uh, how to make it work for people. And I actually learned a lot. What's interesting, um, probably one of the things that helped me the most was that um, for years I was a photographer. And it's, it's, if you know how to compose a good picture, you know how to compose a good web page. And it's, it's, I, it's amazing how much that, that photography background has helped me um, do usability studies for people. That's right. Now, that actually, that's triggering some memories for me. Back, uh, back in the early, early Webmaster World days when, when you were a, a very active member there and, uh, you know, when it was still, you know, a lot smaller... Remember, people would post pictures from conferences and stuff like that back when we were allowed to do that sort of thing. And you would always come in and you would critique all the photography, which yeah. always would crack me up. <laughs> I was a little obnoxious, wasn't I, huh? <laughs> well, I, uh, you, know, you said it, not me. <laughs> That's all right. So, well, that sounds great. Um, I, had, I mean, I knew you'd been at, at Nokia and, and done some stuff there. I did not know that they had a usability and that you'd been involved with that. So that's absolutely fantastic. Well, you passed my test. You're, cool. At, at the very least, you're far more usability-oriented than I am. I'm, I'm all about, well, you know, I don't worry about the usability. I bring the traffic to your site. And yeah. And convert it, that's not my problem. Yeah, it's interesting, though. A lot of people are like that. They don't, they don't get usability for what it is. Um, a lot of people are like, well, if you just add more traffic, you know, get more traffic coming to the site, you'll make more sales. Um, the, but if you actually work on both the usability and the SEO, you can get a lot more traffic than, or a lot more sales than if you'd have just done one or the other. Exactly. And a lot of people don't get that. So I, uh, usability is a hard sell. It really is. It absolutely is. I mean, and I, I do uh, get that, but I'm, I'm lazy. And usability is harder than SEO in, in my book, so I don't bother with it. Yeah. But uh, So, well, let's just jump on in with the site here. This one came over in, uh, in private message to me. Um, and so far, it's the only one, everybody out there. Um, well, we, you know what? We can do performancing.com real quick. Well, you know, yeah, let's, site? let's start with performancing. That's a good place okay. to start. Uh, performancing.com, the first thing that I notice when I go to this page um, and I don't know when this became popular. I think Apple.com made this popular. They use gray text on the page. Now, the reason that that is a questionable practice is because if, you, if you've ever used a Windows operating system, most people, and they, they can't even tell you this, but most people will look at gray text and think inactive. And it's, it's amazing. Even Apple.com has links on their website that are in gray. But if you put that through a usability test, most people won't even try to click on it because they have in their mind, using the Windows operating system, that gray means inactive. And that's the first thing that I noticed. The second thing that I noticed is they have one, two, three. They have four different link. They have four different um, fonts for their links. They have a blue with an underline. That's a link. They have a blue with an underline. That's a link. They have black text, which I didn't even know was a link until I happened to roll my mouse over it as a link. And they have, see, that's three. Or is that four? Did I count four? Anyway, um, it's a mistake that I see a lot um, that a lot of sites do. Generally, you don't want to make your users think, ever. (laughs) Someone should not have to interact with a web page in order to make it work. You know what I mean? I agree 100%. I'm going to interrupt just for a second here. Uh, James A. in the chat room is, is uh, correcting me here and, and calling me to task because I did not actually say the full domain on the air. It is performancing.com, P-E-R-F-O-R-M-A-N-C-I-N-G.com, and it's the new site um, that Nick W. and Patrick Gavin and the team have put together. So, sorry to interrupt you there. Um, no, no, no. I, you know what? And, and I'm the one who nagged you about it the first time. <laughs> Way back when, I was like, why aren't you telling me the URLs on the air? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm going to jump in with something here. First thing that 
I don't like about this site, and I don't know if it's really a usability thing, it's just something I really don't like, is that it doesn't seem to be categorized um, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I, I, I was concerned with the lack of navigation. But then I thought, well, it's a brand-new site. Maybe they don't have it. Maybe they just don't have enough content to do it yet. But, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's a very valid point. Yeah, absolutely. But it, well, okay, there, there does seem to be um, some con- okay, Well, if you look at, the, at any of the entries, you have submitted by the user on the date, and then a colon, colon, content, links, general. So there does seem to be some categories. I would like to see that up in the top there so I could go, you know, and, and click on those without having to, I mean, cause I didn't even notice that until I just started talking about it. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, that should definitely be over in the navigation box over on the right, um, which to be kind of hidden anyway. The navigation um, de facto standard is usually up at the top a bar across the top. That's what people are used to, um, and people don't have to think. Anytime you make your users think to use the web page, you're, you're losing a sale. Absolutely. We used to talk about that all the time with all the, the pills and casino sites. You might as well, you know, you got a site that's selling Viagra, just put a big, you know, 500 by 500 pixel buy now button in the middle of the page. Totally, totally. One Viagra, click here. Exactly. And that's it. You know, you one click to the order page. And it would be great if you could just have all they had to do is put in their name and credit card number and address. Boom, that's it. That's all you want them to have to do. Um, we do have a question in the chat room. Do you want to take it from Gray Wolf? Yeah, Gray um, Wolf was asking about uh, usability on right-hand navigation versus left-hand navigation. Um. As long as it's consistent, I don't think that it matters in my book. As long as your navigation is always consistent and is easily found and interacted with, I don't think it really matters right versus left. Um, Usability is something that depends on every web page that you look at. In some instances, it's better to have it on the right. In some, it's better to have it on the left. In some, it's better to have it on top. Um, It really depends on the content of the page. Just, just like in a, in a photograph, you know, the, it depends what the photograph is about. Absolutely. And I, I agree with you 100% on that. The, the right-hand navigation sort of became, you know, all the rage, what, maybe eight year, 18 months ago. Uh, it, it started to, we started to see the breakaway from the, the standard left-hand navigation. And it was, it was kind of refreshing to see something different. And there was... I think there was a bit of an adoption curve to it. There was a lot of discussion in all the forums about right-hand navigation and, you know, the pros and cons of, of how that was going. But I think we've pushed well beyond that now. And, and like you say, as long as you're consistent, as long as people know where they're going on that site, if, if, if the navigation does move on them, then all of a sudden they're lost in the middle of the site and you don't have, you know, your navigation where they expect it and you might not have a proper breadcrumb trail, all that kind of stuff, and then people just get lost and you have a bad user experience and it's going to drive them away from purchasing or signing up or subscribing or whatever it is that your your action point is on that site. Absolutely. Um, if you're lucky, people will hit the back button. That's if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, they'll be like my father who just turns the entire computer off. <laughs> I can't get out I of mean, here quick. Yeah, he doesn't even mess with it. He gets the, if if he gets the thing. I think that that is frustrating for him as a newbie, but for a lot of people is if they don't know where they are, they feel they feel lost even if they're not. If they don't feel like they can get back to the same point again, they feel lost. So breadcrumbing is is really important. Um, just and it doesn't have to be very big. Just a very small trail as to where you're at um, helps so much. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think, I mean, the Performance Insight is, it's nice and clean, simple. I think it's just missing some navigation that you expect for the categories. And, you know, I'll I'll give it to them. They're new, but they're posting like mad. There's already three pages full of of posts on there. There's definitely enough to be broken out into those categories and, you know, and, 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 and dealt with in that regard. But I think 
that it might be a, a bit of an issue with how their system is set up. Because it, it, as you scroll through, it's, it doesn't really look so much like those are, are categories because they get very specific. You've got e-mini malls, general AdSense, Agenta, Chitika. Well, the Chitika and the e-mini malls would be the same thing in my opinion. Um, you have some that haven't been specified, so I, I have a suspicion on the back end that these guys are, are able to specify kind of whatever they want for these categories. And you know what? I don't buy it, though. They yeah. can fix that. Oh, they totally. They can choose to fix that. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I mean, as much as smart people, these are smart guys, they can, they can fix their, their uh, navigation to be more... Uh, to fit in these categories. There's no excuse for it. And they have to fix the links. They have to fix that link because I didn't even know that the title of each, you know, the, there's like the be clear about your blog. I didn't even know that that was a link until I happened to roll over it. Well, and that's it, just, that's a peeve of mine. That drives me crazy. Well, it, it's interesting because it's, the, the system's clearly built on the same platform that Threadwatch is running on, which is a uh, Drupal installation that, that Nick has done some extensive modification to. And if you go over to Threadwatch, and even if you go to the, the home page of Threadwatch, once again, we don't have the navigation, the category navigation. Now, they, they used to have that floating around somewhere because these things do go into categories. But uh, I don't know where that went. I'm trying to remember where it was initially. He's done a lot of changes to his right side navigation. He had that for a long time, um, and I don't know why he changed that. Yeah, I think he swapped it out for the editors. Um, I, I think you're right. Editors section, which I think is cool. I mean, there's, I know there's a lot of guys that are working on Threadwatch, and it's nice to see some of those guys that are are doing the, the stealth editing on the back end start getting a little bit of credit. I mean, Threadwatch has grown; it's very viral. Uh, it's very controversial, and there's people making some things for themselves there. Um, I'm not sure why he changed that out. I don't know that I would pull out your main navigation, but maybe most people don't use it. Maybe most people are just going to the recent post um, section, to the recent post page, and doing and, and navigating that way. I know that's the way I navigate most of the time. Yeah, that's exactly how I read it, too go to recent posts and, and see what's new um, since I was there. There is a uh, question in the chat room, and I it's scrolled up now. I have to find it. How do you feel about tabs? I love tabs. I think tabs are great. Um, but tabs need to be done correctly, and I'm going to show you a way of not doing them correctly, and I'm going to type it into the chat room right quick. Um, if you go to the website, www.nokia.de, that is the German uh, Nokia website. If you go to that webpage and you click into um, one of their categories, shop, if you pick shop, an interesting thing about this navigation at the top is that when we tested it, um, this was the template that we tested some years ago in the United States. Um, when we tested it, most people did not know that that top ribbon was actually navigation. Um, and we figured out it was because the, it didn't look clickable. It didn't look like a button that people could click. And the other issue is, once again, we have the gray navigation as a secondary net to go inside the site. People, they would just, they wouldn't even think. They would just mouth completely over it and wouldn't even think that it was a link at all. And I don't know why that is. You'd think it's pretty cut and dry, but people don't get it. So that is a way that you don't want to do tabs. Um, if you do a tab, make sure it looks like it's interactive. Um, well, and for God's sake, don't do it in Flash. And don't do it in Flash. <laughs> yeah, don't do it in Flash. Um, I'm trying to think if Amazon looks interactive. I think Amazon is just old enough that people know how to do it now. They just know how to use Amazon. Absolutely. Well, you know, you, you, you bring up a good point when, when you're looking at the, uh, at the Nokia thing where you're going, well, you know, it looks pretty straightforward. Like, why don't, why don't people get this? I mean, I mean clearly everybody that's, that's in the chat room right now and, and you and I, we're looking at that going, well, of course, that's the navigation. We know that. 
But we, I, and that, that's what drives me nuts with usability, and I think that's why I'm, I'm bad at it as far as, you know, really digging into it is because we know what to expect. We are the experts. We're the people that build and design and, and promote these websites. So we know what to look for, and if something is confusing, it, we still have an idea of how to go about doing it. You know, I, 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 the analogy is I, I just bought a new uh, uh, digital video recorder, kind of a, a Canadian version of a TiVo. We don't actually have TiVo up here. But, you know, it's got all these buttons and, you know, all this and that, but I still kind of knew what to do and how to do it, and I, I didn't actually read the manual, and I was able to figure out how to use it. But I can hand that to my mom, who to this day still doesn't know how to stop her VCR from blinking 12, 12, 12. <laughs> and it's, it's sort of that same kind of thing. We know what to expect. We know how to find our way around. And, and there's places that even in bad usability, things are still usually kind of where you expect them to be or you can find them by looking. And, but the regular user, my mom on the Internet, doesn't have a clue. Exactly. You actually brought forth a very, very good point. People don't read directions. Like if you have a form on a web page and you want people to fill it out, don't bother with the directions because they're not going to read them anyway. People will choose to muddle through before they will go to a help page or try and get help. And what you, I mean, what you said was, was perfectly true. Nobody reads the instructions. So you have to make it... Um, where you don't have to think. You can just look at it and interact with it and kind of muddle through it because that's what people do anyway. Exactly. Um, I'm thinking it's time for a commercial break, yeah? Well, we could do that. We could do that? Are you taking over the show? You deciding the commercial well, break I'm d- I used to work in radio years ago, and I know that you're supposed to have so many commercials at a certain time, so I figure... Well, we do like to make our sponsors happy. They do pay... For this station to be on the air and for people like us to, you know, pretend to be experts. Well, I pretend to be an expert. You, you're clearly much more of a usability expert than I am. And uh, they keep us on the air. So that's what we'll do. We'll take a quick commercial break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back with some more usability reviews. affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective Content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. Well, well, we are back. You know, I'm always tempted to not come back from the commercial because I just love that song so much. Some days I want to just sit and listen to it run out and run out. I'm, I'm actually kind of curious how long Mr. Producer would run that for me. Ah, well, guess we'll never know because that's a surefire way to lose listeners. When I'm, when I'm like by myself at the very end of the show, I always listen to it. I always sing to it out loud. Oh, excellent. <laughs> With Mr. the headphones Producer. on. Mr. <laughs> says we have it, we have the the intro is one minute and then at the end of the show we actually play the whole song I guess so uh, one minute and then dead air that would be bad. Well, I have the next site ready to go. I'm going to paste it in the chat room here, and for those of you listening, it is naturalhormonesecrets.com. No hyphens, just three words right together. And we're going to jump in, have a quick uh, review of that. 
Uh, first thing that jumps out at me is um, see this nice lady having, you know, leaning on a cushion there, smiling away, and then down beside her it says, depression, fatigue, hot flashes, low sex drive, weight gain, mood swings, PMS, sleeplessness. Um, those are links. Yeah, I, I, it took me a while to figure that out, too. Oh, and they're pop-ups. Dude. Oh, you're kidding. I didn't. Let me see. I think I might get them blocked. My question to the person who sent this in, um, and this, I always ask this question before I do any usability study, is how do you make money on this site? Do people have to buy something, actually add it to a cart and go through the cart, or do people have to fill out a form, or do people just have to click to another website um, as an affiliate? You know, good, you know, that's a really good question because from just looking at it, um, I can't tell. There's a personal message from Dr. Amy. Um, you, can, you can get a free hormone profile. You can schedule a doctor consultation. Maybe there's some conversion there. Uh, you can sign up for the newsletter. Um, you know, these are conversion points, but I don't see. Yeah, I almost wonder if the way that you convert on this website is to call the phone number. That's what because I'm... the phone number is very big on the page, a little bit faded. I'm not digging this faded kind of, um, but, I, but I don't know how to make, how this person makes money on the page, and I really need to know that before you can. Um... Apparently, um, Fatal in the room, this is his site, and what you do is you buy a, a consultation, a hormone consultation with a doctor. It's $200 to have a consultation. And so the schedule a doctor consultation is how you make money. It's that lower, it's the link where the two ladies are talking. That's how you make the money. Right. Well, you click on that, and then you go to a begin your free hormone profile. So then I'm going to assume that there's um, some follow-up offline. Like, it doesn't, I don't see, there's going to be an upsell. Obviously, this, this thing seems to run on the upsell. You do your free hormone profile and then they upsell you to, to schedule the, the $200 thing. That's probably a good guess. Um, now, and, and i got to say, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a fan of the soft sell sometimes. I mean, I've, I've certainly, you know, bought some stuff where I sign up for something free and then got the upsell. And, you know, that can, that can work very well if your free product is excellent. You know, if you sign up for this, this free hormone profile and it is, and the person sees something of value, and then you can see the next step is only $200 and, you know, this sort of thing that's going to help you with your crazy insomnia or your low sex drive or whatever it is, then that's probably $200 well spent if that initial profile was of value. Right. Um, this is interesting. If you go to the free hormone profile page, um, over on the right side, it says balance your hormones, free hormone profile. Click here to start now. Mm-hmm. It takes you to the same page that you're on. As does the schedule a doctor consultation underneath it again. It takes you back to that page. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, they're just, I mean, it's, it's clearly funneling everything in to this, this form. page. And that is, that's the standard right-hand navigation. So if you go to click on any page, it those, goes to this. those right-hand boxes are all still there. Why do we have the returning members on the same page as the free hormone profile? That, that would be a question that I have. It seems that that should go to a different page, um, as, as is the forgot your password. Um, yeah, well, I, absolutely. This is, this is the, what I would do on the free hormone profile page is I would have, you know, you've got the, the little find out what your body is telling you, and then you've got the little questionnaire, and then you've got returning members and forgot your password. Any members forgot your password, next, get those out of there. I would yeah. also dump the entire right-hand navigation. Drop them on this page and don't give them an obvious click out. You want them to fill this form out. Exactly. That's, and that's a pay-per-click. Um, that's a good pay-per-click strategy, too. When you make a pay-per-click landing page, it's all about usability. And basically, you give them the choice of coming into the page and doing what you want them to do or hitting the back button and get out. And those are the only two choices you give them. You don't even give them navigation to go see other things. You take away the, navig- the main navigation of your site when you make a landing page. And that's probably what I would do um, in this instance, at least get the right-hand stuff gone and the returning members and the forgot your password gone. 
Exactly. Um, and, and, and to be very clear, uh, this, this, is, this sounds very counterintuitive to what we were talking about before the break of people getting lost in sites when the navigation goes away. But let's be very clear that this is a very different instance. We are driving an action at this point. Exactly, exactly. Um, probably the front page, if we go back to the front page, something else that I would do is um, I would take away, I would even take away choices there. I would leave the top navigation because that's really good, but I would, I would, I would make the schedule a doctor consultation as the only choice that they have over on the right. And if they need to get more information, they can do it on the top, on the top navigation. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's, the, the front page is quite cluttered. There's, there's too much choice on the front page. What exactly are we looking for here? Typically, when I do front pages, and, and people give me crap about this all the time, but when I do an index page, I typically make people have only three choices. I mean, okay, they have their main navigation, so I guess that's a choice, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. But in the main block where the, navig- where the main index page is, I give people three choices, and two of those choices go to a, a page where that's going to make me money, and the third can be whatever you want. That's usually how I make it because more than three choices, it's like people turn off their brains when they, when they start browsing the web. If you give them too many choices, they freak out. People will actually, people want to be told what to do on the web. They'll never admit to that, but if you watch usability studies, that's how they act. So well, you almost have to tell them where they need to go. And, and this ties right back in um, when we were talking about the Amazon tabs. And, and if you recall, Amazon used to have 15 tabs. They had, oh, they had 500 tabs. It was amazing. Tab, tab, tabs all over the place. And then somebody woke up, and this was a few months ago now, and went, you know what? That's just confusing. That's too much choice. People are having a hard time finding what they want. So now you go to Amazon, and if you're logged in, I don't know if it's different if you're not logged in. I haven't bothered to check. If you're logged in, there's three tabs. And it makes, and you just, you have a lot less choice of where to go, and it makes life a lot simpler at Amazon, in my opinion. Exactly. Um, Fatal's asking an interesting question. He's saying, can you go through the conversion steps, and I'm not quite understanding. Uh, wait, can you go through the conversion steps and let us know what we should change to plug the holes in the funnel? So are you asking me to actually fill out a form? I think I'm not yes. sure what he's asking. Let's, let's see if your hormones are in balance. Okay. I'll see if mine are in balance. Clearly I not a fight so. for me, but I'm going to try it anyways. No, I'm, okay. I'm kidding. I'm typing very softly, too, because I was told that I type very loud. You have the loudest keyboard I've ever owned. <laughs> okay, so I'm hurrying to fill this out so we don't have too much dead air. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Begin your free hormone profile now. So I fill out my first name, my last name, my phone number, my date of birth, and then I have to fill out email. Hmm, I'm surprised you're even putting account information there at all. Yeah, I, I would... Uh, I would Somehow that confuses me, and I don't know why. Okay, I'm on to step two. Well, I have to type softly, so it takes me a little longer. Arb trick. Okay, so I just filled out the form, signed up, and it took me back to that same page. But now my email is still, is still populated <laughs> in it. So, let's go. so now I'm a returning member. Let's see if I can go in there and be a returning member. Yeah, you'd think you'd have a little page at the end of that that yeah. says, yeah. and okay, take you away from this page. I don't understand why we're going to the same page. Yeah, that's, okay, that's very clearly, uh, that's a massive hole in the process. What's happening is um, you fill out the form, name and, and, and phone number and email and, and birth date, and you click submit, and it goes, just a moment, we're adding you to our database, and then it bounces you back to that same page and then what you have to do is you have to scroll down and put in your password again as a returning member. And then you are in to the profile. Then you can start filling out the profile. Um, that, is, that, is a, that is a Yeah, the, the page, you shouldn't go to a page where you can log in right away. The, instead of going back to the original form page, they should go to a new page that has, um, like, the login box right there so you can say, okay, now you can log in. I wouldn't even you, bother with that. I would say if you filled that out, take me to the profile. That's true. Because you know, you, you're, you're, it's you already it's, filled it out. It, it's instant ad. You're not sending out an email verification link or any of that kind of stuff. You're, you're, it's a live. 
You're now in the database. You can now fill out a form. So if I've signed up to, to do a profile, when I click continue, take me to the profile. That should be the very next step. I shouldn't have to log back in after that point. Or if yeah. you're going to make me log back in, do exactly what Heather said. Have a separate login page that says, thank you for registering with us. Now log in here. Your profile is prepared. Or your account is, your account is active. Please reenter your email and, and password to start your profile. Something now, to this, that is, this is interesting. When you do log in, you get a Your Profile page that shows you the name, your email, your date of birth, and you can edit all of your information. But I'm not taking a hormone profile, and I'm not taking it. The only way that I can take it is this little bitty tiny little link over on the right under number two that says Take Now, and then you can take it now. That should be one big-ass button. Well, see, no, I, see when I logged in, I, went, I was right to the questionnaire. Oh, you're kidding. That's interesting. I wonder why. So when I, I, I clicked the thing, click continue, and, and then I went into returning members, put in my password, signed in, and away we go. Why is that? I don't know. Let's, I'm going to do one. Weight gain. Uh, okay, scale is a 1 to 10. Weight gain. 10. Oh, I got very dry hair. Okay. First I'm of all, I'm forward. looking at this questionnaire. Too many instructions. People aren't going to read it. They're not, I mean, they're not going to read it, so don't bother. Um, I w- instead of putting weight gain, dry hair, skin, I would form those in questions. I would, like, exactly. If, if you're, like, I have no idea. Are you talking about the last year that I've gained weight? Are you talking about the last month? Are you talking about how long is that? Um, and it says dry skin, hair, and I'm given a rating system. Well, it, but it, I haven't read the instructions up above, so I wouldn't know what that's about unless I, was, I go back I was about, and read the instructions, well, but I'm not going to do that. I was about to say, well, the instructions are right there. We, read them. we don't read them. People don't read them. Not to be I read. mean, I, I hate to say it, but they, people do not read on the web. So if you want them to give you information, this is why I think copywriters should be paid the most money of anyone who does web design. Because if you get a good copywriter who can write copy that people will read, and that has to be copy that's really short and really to the point and in bullet points if possible. If you get someone who's good at that, they're worth their weight in gold because there's not many people who can do it. Good Me included, I can't do very, it. Good copywriters are very, very hard to find. Um, the other thing that I would change on, on the profile page is, okay, even if you left it to just say dry hair, dry skin, you know, and left them those the way they are. I would get rid of the drop-downs, the 1 to 10 drop-downs, and I would do them in radio buttons out to the right of each one. And, you know, 0 on the left, 10 on the right, and above 0, put, you know, like, little. Above 10, put most severe. Exactly. And, and, and right I wouldn't even do 1 to 10. I would do 1 to 5. Or 1 to 5 or however, you know, if, if you're going to change that. But then people know right away they're much more in tune with, with that than going, well, okay, my weight gain's a 7. They're going to look at that list and go, well, I've had, in my opinion, severe weight gain, and they're going to go click over at that end. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, because I could consider severe weight gain as 5 pounds, and the next person can think of severe weight gain as, you know, 50. Um, it's not clear as to what you want them to do. Well, and, but, and yeah, drop, I would absolutely put a are, scale over the top of each question. That would make it a lot easier. Yeah. Well, and the drop-downs are just a pain. Click, 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 click. Yeah, all the they are. If you and they're ugly. radio buttons, you can whip through that thing in a tenth of the time just going three, seven, two, one, boom, 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 all the way down those, those radio buttons. The other thing that I would add is that the fewer questions you can ask, the more conversion you're going to get because people hate giving their information out over the web. They just do. So true, if, true, you can, if you can ask as few questions as possible, you may need all of these. And if, if you do, that's fine. But if it's possible to not ask some questions and get it at a later time, you know, via phone call or whatever, I would definitely do it that way. I, I don't think that that is, is maybe applicable to this situation because these are the, this is what they need to build the free profile. But the last thing I'm going to say about this questionnaire page is I'm in here. I'm filling out my profile. Um, I don't need to schedule a 
doctor consultation. I don't need the success story. I don't need the personal message from Dr. Amy. I'm converting. Get exactly. all that stuff out of my way. Exactly. Take away all the uh, diversions. Exactly. Well, you know what? We got We're about done. eight minutes Almost. of airtime left. We're going to have one last round of paying the bills here. And we're going to come back. We're going to wrap this thing up with a nice little ribbon on top. We have time after the commercial break for one last quick usability review if somebody wants to send a URL over to me. And uh, that will about do it. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Hang tight, everybody. Woo-hoo. of the web directory. That's BOTW.org, the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want, and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I I mean, feel free to take advantage of this extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising trial today. Best of the web. BOTW.org. The innovative services of Load.com help you easily maximize your business and bottom line. Since 1999, Load.com has offered premium web applications and business solutions for companies worldwide. Set up business and private mailboxes. Track marketing and website traffic. And assure a professional design for your website with Load's email, web stats, and DNS services. Save time. Save money. Load is your reliable source for professional web applications and business solutions. Visit Load.com. That's L-O-A-D dot com and get loaded today. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. Well, everybody, we're back. We're just wrapping up the last couple of minutes of this Tuesday, November 8th edition of SEO Rockstars. I'm my good friend, Green-Eyed One. We've been doing usability all evening. And uh, I'm just going to wrap it up with, uh, why don't you give us Heather, the top three to five usability points to take away from today. Top three to five usability points to take away from today. Um, Make one link color, stick with it, use it everywhere on your site, and don't differentiate from that. Typically don't have a link color that's black because black text is what you read, not typically what you click. Um, That's one thing. Probably the next thing I would say is... um, your form short and to the point. That'd be the second thing I'd say. Uh, number three, you're putting me on the spot here, man. I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> We've been talking usability for an hour. I know, I know. I don't know what it is. Um, understand that people turn their brains off when they um, when they browse the web. That would be the next thing. Um, people, they don't think, and so you have. to getting all fumbled here. (laughs) Well, let me Um, jump in. Let me jump in. Here's here's what I would take away from today. Number one, consistency. That applies to your navigation. That applies to your link colors. That applies to your, your, your action points. Everything about your website needs to flow. And when people are in the middle of it, they need to know where they are. They need to know how to get back to where they were. So be consistent. Number two, your customers are idiots. Keep that in mind. Number three, just don't make ugly websites. I don't have a third. There's really the two big ones. That's what we covered the most today was those two big points, idiot users and consistency, which might seem very broad, but the more I think about it, the more that seems to sum up usability to a large degree. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would. Um, probably something else that, that I would add is, um, now I forgot what I was going to say. 
<laughs> Darn you. I get all nervous because I'm on the air. Um, build, oh, this is what it was. Build your web page around your um, conversion. So, like, if, if someone has to click a button, make that button very prominent and only have that button very prominent and have everything else subdued. You want to um, build every web page around your whatever your conversion is, be it a form, be it a button, be it a worker. I would add that. Um, I, I like to think of it as is your, web, your website's a funnel to your conversion point. Everything about your website should drive people to your conversion point. Even if you're a purely informational website that's running AdSense, drive people to click on that AdSense. Well, your pay, your AdSense needs to be the most prominent thing on the page, so people do click it. Exactly, and you you, you actually AdSense might not be the best example because you are going to run afoul of lots of usability rules if your whole point is to make them click on an ad. You make your usability horrible so that the AdSense is right there. But that's there usability is there is that too. Light. That's usability in a different light, I think. It is, but it's it's still very valid because you're still building your page around what you want people to do. Exactly. And that is to click that AdSense. And maybe you'd make the rest of the page look horrible so that people don't want to interact with it and just want to click that AdSense. That's how you make money. Then that's okay. That's what you do. Exactly. Well, you uh, while we were on the break, we're going to wrap up in just a couple seconds here, but while we were on the break, you were mentioning a, a book to me that you were going to drop into the chat room. Why don't you share that with the users? Oh, oh, um, Steve Krug wrote a book uh, a few years back. It's a little dated. I think he wrote it back in 2000 or 2001. It's called um, Don't Make Me Think, one of the best usability books I have ever read, um, and you can get it at www.sensible, S-E-N, S-I-B-L-E dot O-R-G. No, I'm sorry, Sensible.com, I think. Yeah, Sensible.com. Excellent. Um, Excellent. And you have like a free sample chapter there so you can read that if you want. But it's, it's by far the best, most user-friendly, easiest to understand usability book I've read in a long time. Good deal. Well, everybody run out, get that book. Um, second, uh, five by five just pointed out. There's a second edition that just came out in the last six months. Really, I'll have to go out and get Updates that there. And uh, well, Heather, I want to thank you very much for taking some time today to be on the show with us and and sharing some of your usability expertise. I think it was very valuable for. I know it was valuable for me, and I hope it was valuable for some of our listeners out there. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Oil. I'll talk to you later. You bet. I'm going to give one last shout-out here to Stunt Double, who's hanging out in the room. And, dude, I know you're feeling a little gypped. Uh, there's not so much spam on the old SEO rock stars anymore. Uh, Jake had to move on and, and do some other things, and, you know, I went all corporate and got all white hat. But uh, we'll bring it back. I'll tell you what, next week is Webmaster World in Vegas, so I highly suspect there's not going to be a show. But uh, before Christmas, my pledge to you, Mr. Stunt Double, we will do a good old black hat spam show. We will talk about the evil of the evil, and uh, we'll satisfy that craving for you. Everybody, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. And those of you in Vegas, let's have a beer. Talk to you soon. 